I'm Larry Souder, and welcome to Souder and Friends. He went away, and you hung around, and bothered me every night. And I wouldn't go out with you, you said things that weren't very nice. My boyfriend's back, and you're gonna be in trouble. Hey, la, hey, la, my boyfriend's back. Before iTunes, iPods, and CDs, music lovers in America would often listen to their favorite songs on records. Long playing or LP vinyl discs about 12 inches in diameter contain several musical selections. And if you wanted to buy a single song, a smaller record called the 45 was available. For the most part, these stacks of wax have gone by the wayside, but collectors still have housefuls of them. In years past, I came across two such collectors, one in the state of Texas and one in Tennessee. As we approach the collector's house in Texas, you can hear what sounds like an old rock and roll radio disc jockey. The night has a thousand eyes, one of Bobby V's biggest hits. All right, right now I've got Mark Rudolph of North Hollywood, California on the line. Mark, are you there? Yeah. Mark Rudolph, for $1,000, can you give me the identity of our golden mystery group? Mark, are you there? Yeah, the Four Seasons. Mark Rudolph, would you repeat your answer, please? The Four Seasons? Mark Rudolph, you are wrong! Come in. Where's that music coming from in there? Larry? Yeah. Larry Sauter? Hi, hi Come there. on in, have okay. a seat. Okay. I haven't heard music like that since the 50s. Now that's where it's coming from, Larry. How many records do you have in here? Uh, you know, that's hard. I really never sat down and counted them all because we're always, I'm always adding on, I'd say about over 10,000 easy. 10,000? Yeah. Is there one particular record you don't have that you would like to have? I guess as, as a Fats Domino record that, that uh, I've never been able to find, and, and, and of course I'm I'm not the kind I won't I won't go look for it. I really you know if I if I come across it, I just that's just the way it is. What's the name of it? It's uh, Valley of Tears. Is it's just it's one of the it's a, not that wasn't that popular. I guess that's why you don't hear too much about it. Like I've got it at home. <laughs> Do you really? Take fifty dollars for it. <laughs> no, no. I say I won't. I just won't. I won't go that way. No. Twenty-five. <laughs> right. it's, uh, no, not, not today, huh? Not really. Like I say, it's, uh, it's not that important to me as far as collecting. I just maybe I have a, a different reason for collecting and, and again. Maybe to uh, show up at Goodwill sometimes. Yeah, exactly. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. Put your flat rags on. Not to be outdone, a collector in Tennessee has 20,000 LP record albums and over 15,000 of the smaller 45 records. Well, this is the Lee Stevens Memorial Music Museum, I guess you could call it. This is uh, about 25 years of record collecting. Like most uh, pre-adolescents, I was very much into music. I consider myself to be the perfect age. I hit puberty in 56. Sort of started with the rock and roll when it was just really getting going. And I just never seemed to throw anything away. It had to do with music. I've got about 85% of everything that's been in the top 100 
weekly chart since 55. I'm working on the 40s now. This did not just materialize. It's been uh, probably a minimum of eight hours a week spent just cataloging these things. They are alphabetized. I can find anything that I want within 30 seconds. If I was going to write you a check today for the whole, the whole bunch here. Someone asked me that last year, and I decided that uh, something that's so much a part of you has got to be replaced by uh, something that's equally interesting. So I said, give me enough money so that after taxes, I'm left with a quarter of a million dollars, and I'll head off around the world and try to forget that they ever existed. Reminds me of Is there one favorite tune out of all these records that uh, you just have to listen to? That would be Ray Charles and probably Drown in My Own Tears, the live recording he did in Atlanta in 1959. My goal is to eventually do nothing but play in these records for a living. I'm working on that now. I'm doing some A&R work for uh, Linda Taggart, who is a jazz pop singer. And uh, I'm also doing reunion parties. I don't think anything can evoke a memory quicker than a song. Tell you what, I'm a great fan of the 50s. Could I perhaps borrow some records from you? Okay, Larry. But remember, these things can't be replaced. Okay. So guard them with your life. All right. Thanks a lot. Sure. Even with the pops, clicks, and some of the scratches, diehard music lovers often prefer the sound of vinyl over a compressed digital recording. Those who like the fact that the music is imperfect say live music is imperfect too. I'm Larry Sounder, and that's Sounder and Friends.